Good morning and welcome to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. Live in studio this morning, we're going to be having a wonderful conversation and hopefully a helpful conversation for our local community regarding uh, Veterans Affairs and continuing our talk about mental health and suicide prevention. And we'll do that with our guests once we return from this message. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by Community Counting Services for local family-based mental health. Lifespan Family Services provides foster care and adoption services. How do you become a foster resource parent? Well, there is a check done to make sure you are financially, physically, and mentally fit to care for a child. Clearances must be obtained, your home inspected, and trainings provided. You probably qualify, but you must apply to know for sure. Call LifespanFamilyServices.com to apply to become a foster parent. That's LifespanFamilyServices.com. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement, live in studio with Tim Winters, who is the director of the Vet Center here in Dubois. And I also have uh, Livia Luzier, who is a licensed clinical social worker, and she works at the James E. Vant Zant Altoona VA Medical Center as their community engagement and partnership coordinator with the Suicide Prevention Program. I want to welcome you both to the show. Thank you for making time to stop in. Yeah, thank you uh, for having us. We appreciate, you know, the opportunity to share with your listeners the different uh, uh, services we have local to for veterans. Yeah, absolutely. And I think this is a very important discussion for our communities and the nation. But focusing on our communities, obviously, mental health, suicide prevention, extremely important uh, areas to focus on and to make sure that people know how to get the help. I know even preparing for this, I've learned something. So Tim, we're gonna start with you. We're gonna start with the Vet Center here in Dubois. I'm a veteran and I have to admit, uh, unfortunately, that I did not know that we have this great center. So why don't we start with you and you tell us, if you would like to tell us about Tim Winters, but also tell us, uh, let's jump into the center. Okay, um, so Dubois Vet Center, um, go with the, so vet centers, so we are part of the VA. We are the best, they say, the best kept secret of the VA. Yeah. Um, there's over 300 vet centers uh, throughout the United States. We have 12 of them in Pennsylvania. I'm lucky to have a, a one of them here in Dubois. Absolutely. Um, we serve 12 different counties um, from Blair County to our, is our southern border. McKean County is our northern border. Clarion being our western border. And um, Potter and Elk being our eastern borders. Uh, so we do have a pretty large area that we serve. Um, the Department of Veterans Affairs itself is part, uh, broken into four different branches. You have your Veterans Health Administration, which is your medical, your Altoona VA, your Dubois Clinic. Um, you have your Veterans Benefits Administration, which is your education, your service connection disabilities. Then you have your burial service is, and then you have the readjustment counseling services, which is vet centers. So the Dubois Vet Center, we've been here since 2007. Um, me personally, I've been here since uh, 2016 when I was hired on as a, a counselor there. And, and then I was promoted to director in August of 2022. So the Dubois Vet Center specifically, we've been say we've been there since 2007. Um, we, uh, our primary mission is readjustment counseling. What does readjustment counseling mean? So those are, you know, the help 
veterans with that suffer from PTSD, depression, alcohol, substance abuse, um, marital issues, issues related to their PTSD and depression. Um, so that is that's our primary mission. And you know the readjustment concerns isn't just limited to veterans that have just got out of the military. You know those readjustment concerns go on for for a lot of folks their entire lives. You know we have a very large population of Vietnam veterans that use the vet center. Um, so a lot of folks say you know what is the difference between the vet center and going to the medical clinic? Isn't counseling counseling? Why does it matter who I use? Um, so there are there are quite a few distinct differences. Yeah, absolutely, and there has to be. I think in my mind, I hear the VA. I must admit, I either think of the medical center itself. Or, yes, as most people do. Or I think of the GI Bill, and I think those are probably like two huge programs that we offer to the nation. But yeah, if we can continue on um, looking at these differences and what it means to go to the center. Okay. Yeah. So when I when I got out, what I what I learned when I got out of the army, what I learned was the hardest part of the VA is knowing where to go within the VA. Absolutely. Because there are so many services out there for veterans that it's almost impossible to find what you're looking for. But odds are, it exists. Right. You just have to find that right person. So. The Vet Center helps with that part, too. So, you know, not only is our primary mission that counseling portion of it, but it's also like a blended case management. Um, so, like I always used to say, like my method of madness and treatment, you know, you have, you know, you have the inner person and that's their mental health. Well, on the outside of that circle, you have employment issues, family issues, um, financial issues, physical issues. It could be all an array of things on that outside. If you don't address those things on the outside, how are you ever going to get in the inside? Right. So like, you know, one of the analogies I like to use is how am I going to help you with your depression if you don't know if you're going to have a place to live next month because mm. you can't pay the mortgage? That's an excellent point. So, you know, not only do we do the counseling side, we also do the case management and make sure that we get those folks hooked up with you know, the right services that they need um, in this area, too. So in the VA, they have a their own database that they use, and it's a nationwide database, medical charting. Sure. So every VA can see every record. In Dubois and at least the vet centers, those records are closed to that specific vet center. So why is that important? Well, a large majority of our clients are law enforcement, correction officers, um, some of those sensitive positions that they may be concerned about them seeking treatment, getting to their employers. And we do live in North Central Pennsylvania. Folks love their firearms. That is another barrier you often hear in, with veterans is I'm not going to get treatment because I'm gonna get, they're gonna take my rights away. Um, so just a disclosure, that is very unlikely to ever happen through the VA. But if that's still a barrier, you could come to the vet center, get those services that you need, and not have to worry about those being in charts and, and being able to be looked at by different agencies within the government. Yeah, absolutely. I think the veterans who do need the help, 
they do see these what were perceived barriers, whether real or maybe unlikely to happen. But if something's at risk, like my job could be at risk or they, somebody might take my firearm, I could see veterans absolutely not calling to get the help they need. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's an ongoing barrier. Yeah, and it seems like one that hopefully the legislature addresses uh, to make this easier. It seems to me in our nation today that there is something of a pandemic of mental health issues. Um, Obviously, uh, veterans are subjected to uh, lots of things that the average person hopefully doesn't go through. Um, but they come home from these wars or actions that we've taken around the world. They've been subjected to some things that uh, definitely need the help, but it's okay to get the help. And I think we need to stress that in America that it's okay. You're not any weaker because you go get this help. Your job's not at risk. And like you said, we have the Vet Center, which is we're very fortunate to have one right here in Dubois. Yes, absolutely. Um, say there's only 12 of them in, in Pennsylvania, and all of those other ones are in um, areas with a pretty heavy population. Um, the next nearest one we have is in Williamsport. And then outside of, you know, on the uh, western side of things is all the way over into Pittsburgh. So we are lucky to have one right here in Dubois. Um, you know, not only for that side, but we also have, you know, we also offer some unique groups here for the Dubois veterans. Um, you know, we have an intro to fly tying group. We have a fly fishing group. We have a veterans hiking group. Um, we have different types of recreational groups um, where veterans can, you know, almost in a way get that therapy without knowing they're getting therapy. Right. You know, um, so it's, it's great that uh, the vet center allows us to do those things. Because not everybody is is built for, you know, looking at each other in the room and talking back and forth to, uh, you know, to a therapist. So there's different alternative options out there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, so how does, if a veteran, and I want to stress, I should say that it's not just for veterans. It's actually for veterans and their family members, right? They can reach out to the vet center, but... Rather than going through the VA, or do you have to start at the VA center and they recommend you to the vet center, or can you just call the vet center? So we have a little different eligibilities than, than the VA themselves. Um, it, it's a long list if we don't have yep. a lot of time to get right. into it. But yes, um, we could see family members if, as long as it relates back to the veteran. One of the things that we see often is marital counseling due to the veteran's behaviors that are related to PTSD or depression. So we do a lot of the marital counseling. Um, We have a couple spousal support groups there at the vet center. Um, We've seen some, some teenage children in the past that are, you know, that have been struggling with how dad acts, how mom acts sometimes. So we do are able to provide um, different types of counseling services to those family members. And, um, and then to answer your question, do they need to go to the VA? No, they can contact us directly. Yes, and I understand from speaking with you that confidentiality is a huge deal and extremely important in this area. You guys are very confidential. Yes, absolutely. Um, this, that is a common 
concern with with a lot of uh, veterans specifically that are in the law enforcement corrections. Um, but we also are the primary source of providers now with the National Guard Bureau. We had signed the National MOU a couple years ago. So a lot of these folks are still in the service and are now seeking counseling, which, you know, back in my day, asking for help while you're in the service was considered a career killer. Right. And that's not, that's not the case anymore. Um, I know when I was in, I, I needed some help. And I had to go to my commander, and then my commander had to direct me somewhere, and they were completely involved in my treatment from start A, you know, from point A to point Z. Um, of course, I wasn't going to open up to that person because I didn't want to get back to the commander. Absolutely. Um, so this is, you know, this is a big deal, specifically as how large the Pennsylvania Army and Air National Guards are um, to be able to be their primary source of treatment and now. really important right as our nation has uh, shifted probably over the last decade or plus that uh, national guard and reserves see more active duty oh absolutely and absolutely. i think that was a big change and when they do come home as to your point they go back into our community but if they need help now they have a place where they can get it very very unique in different circumstances with the national guardsmen that deployed because then they come back right away to their old life compared to active duty where they, you know, there's more of a transition there and right. it's a little more normalized. And in this area, the majority of the, the veterans that we see were National Guardsmen that have deployed and they're now back. Um, so they, there are unique challenges there. You know, every vet center is different. We have a vet center outside of Fort Bragg. I'm sure 98% of the folks they see are active duty. Right. That would make sense. Ours is different. Sure. And I would imagine most of your folks who come to the vet center are either National Guard or Reserve. We do have a lot of veterans, but obviously we're not that close to an active duty base here. Yes. So it would make some sense that that would be the case. Um, at your job, at Scott Winter's job, like what's the what's your favorite part of the job? You've been doing this for a while. I just absolutely love interacting with the veterans. Um, it's it's we have a small space. We have we have six employees. You know, you come over to the vet center and look and, and check it out. It is not like your traditional clinic. Um, it's very welcoming. It's uh, very open. Um, the majority of our staff are veterans and combat veterans. And I just love for them to come in and just sit there and, we, and just talk, you know, bear talk, shop talk. It's, hmm. it, it's just, it, it, it's the closest thing to being back in the military than without being back in the military that I have found. Yeah, that makes, um, that makes good sense. I would definitely want to stop in and say absolutely. hi to you. And, you know, one, and it just, and it's also, it's, I love seeing how the veterans thrive. Hmm. and how they build relationships. You know, we have a, a, a rather large Vietnam veteran group on Wednesdays. Um, we have 15 members, and that initial group started with two or three people in the group, and now it's up to 15. And they, they meet up and they go to lunch every Wednesday before our group. Hmm. They hang out outside the group, and it's just it's, it's amazing to see how they've 
they've built a social support network. Now they have friends and it just, it's amazing to watch the changes. It does sound amazing. And I think with that, what we'll do is we'll take a break. And then when we come back, uh, we'll have Olivia Lazier uh, join us for a smaller conversation, but uh, you can feel free to chime in as well. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by our friends at Lifespan Family Services, located in the Dubois Mall for local adoption and foster care services. Hi folks, are you having problems with your child at home? Is their behavior a problem? Are you at your wit's end? If so, call us for more information. Community County Services, we provide family-based mental health. Call for information at 371-8066. We work to help you keep your family together in a healthy way. Community County Services, 371-8066. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clements. We're live in studio with Scott Winters and Olivia Luzier. Uh, both play different roles in, within the VA uh, department. Uh, Scott is the director of the Vet Center here in Dubois, and Olivia is joining us from what is the VA Center in Altoona, but she is the outreach coordinator for this area, so she is joining us too. Olivia, I want to thank you for making time to stop in first, but let's just jump in. We have about nine minutes left. Um, programs that are offered through the VA? Well, first, uh, Mike, I just want to thank you for having us here. So a part of what I do at the Altoona VA is um, I'm a community engagement and partnership coordinator within our suicide prevention program. So I know that's a really big title. Right. So basically, um, back in 2020, they saw that we really need to go outside of the walls of the VA to really make a difference at ending veteran suicide. Um, we need to go out into the community because we were seeing that a large number of veterans that were dying by suicide um, never came to the VA for care. Mm. And so that's kind of where my position came, um, was created, um, was to go out into the community and really bring um, community stakeholders, veterans, their families together to look at um, this larger mission of how can we end veteran suicide within their community. So I actually cover 14 counties. Um, There's a lot of area in our area, so yeah. (laughs) Yes, with with, uh, Clearfield and Jefferson being two of those, yes. Right. And so... I want to pick up on something you said. It sound, it seems like uh, veterans were not coming in. Are we seeing more veterans come in today than we did then, or are we still struggling to get veterans to get over that barrier to get the help they need? I, I would say that it's been roughly about the same, um, but you know my role is a little different, is unique, as in I'm meeting them where they are at in the community. Sure. So um, what traditionally I do is I go out and I build these connections and form what we call coalitions or task forces, mm. looking at different ways. Um, that we can help veterans in the area, whether that is, you know, providing the Veterans Crisis Line, whether that is going out and just letting them know about all of the other veteran resources that are out in the community, like the Vet Center, um, because not that many people know about all these wonderful resources Absolutely. that are out there. Yeah. No, I, I have to tell you, I'm semi-embarrassed that I didn't know that it was there, but it is a great center and a great resource that our community has. So we'll definitely be continuing to talk about that through the year on this program. But 
Um, do you want to jump in on any like of the programs that are offered or, or tell us how people can get the help that they need if they need it? Yeah, so one of the biggest resources that the VA has is the Veterans Crisis Line. Um, so that is 988 and you press option one if you're a veteran or you're calling about a veteran. And that's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So holidays, you can call it at two o'clock in the morning if you need to. And really the Veterans Crisis Line um those are trained mental health professionals on the other side of that. So they can get you linked up to a lot of different resources within the VA. So I always encourage people to call them. You don't have to be necessarily in crisis. You could just be having a hard time and you don't have anybody to talk to. Um, we really want to encourage people to do that. And it also could be confidential as, as well. Yeah, I know confidentiality is a big deal for people. Mm-hmm. So they can call this line anytime, as you said, and still maintain their confidentiality. And it should be noted that it doesn't have to be the veteran. You could be calling about your spouse or your friend that you're just concerned about. Yes, yes, you could do that. And, you know, this would be a good time to even talk about some of the warning signs because I think as a spouse or um, somebody on the outside, can we can notice those those warning signs before that individual that's struggling. And so some of those warning signs to look at would be, you know, if you're isolating, so you're not talking to people like you used to, maybe even a loss of interest of things that you used to enjoy. Like you used to go play poker every Wednesday night and now you're not doing those things anymore. You used to go to the gym and now you're not. Maybe you're saying that you feel like you're a burden to others. Mm. Um, That's something that I would hear a lot. Um, loneliness, um, as well as, you know, even making suicidal statements um, is definitely a concern. So if any time you see those things, um, you can always call the Veterans Crisis Line with the veteran, too, and then they can kind of guide you to what the next steps are. Yeah, and I think uh, when I was talking to you, the one thing that caught my attention was uh, there's an app. We now have an app. Yeah. So one of the things I encourage people to do is um, if you have a smartphone, uh, you can get on uh, your app store and it's called the Safety Plan app. It is uh, free. There's no cost to this. And there really isn't anything on there that actually identifies that it was created by the VA. Um, So really anybody can use this. But I encourage people to to use this because we never know when we're ever going to be in crisis. Right. in in that app, you're able to identify your own personal warning signs that you're struggling, um, the resources to help people that you can reach out to for help in there. Um, because we know that as well, you know, when we're in crisis, it's hard to remember those things. So even having the crisis line handy in that app um, is just really valuable. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's just really important. Uh, the one lesson I keep hearing over and over is just how important it is that people know what's out there Mm -hmm. and know that it's available and obviously both of your jobs are to do that and connect with the communities to make sure but we're going to have to continue to share that message that it's available Uh, that's not something that will stop Uh, Scott we probably have about two minutes left but I want to bring you back in if I can and Uh, have you tell our listeners, especially the Dubois area listeners, again, where your vet center is, how they can get a hold of you, uh, those types of things. Okay, yes. So um, our phone number is uh, 814-372-2095. We're located uh, right next door to the Key Settlement Services in the Swift Kennedy Complex, um, tucked in between the Best Western and the Hitching Post. 
Um, best way to get a hold of us is to say either call that phone number um, or just stop in sometime and, and say hi, and uh, we'll be there to help you. Uh, what are your hours there, or typically? So there, <laughs> we we do offer non-traditional hours. Okay. So we have counselors that work in the evenings. Oh, um, great. To be safe, between eight and four thirty, you will always have somebody there. Somebody will be there between those hours. Yeah, absolutely. And again, anyone can stop in. Uh, veterans or family members of veterans if they need to know if they're eligible they can stop in and or make a call and find out but the vet center is uh, a great resource to our local community here in Dubois and I want to thank you both for coming on Um, this is a just a really important subject both to our local community and our nation but I want to thank you both for making the time to come in and share about this so Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Olivia. But um, any final words, Olivia? Um, I would just say, you know, everyone plays a role in preventing veteran suicide. So there's a thing we say at the VA, you know, suicide prevention is everyone's business. So I just want to carry that message out into the community. It absolutely is everyone's business, and it's a great reminder for our community that we can make a difference. If you see something wrong with someone, uh, feel free to reach out to the Vet Center and the Veterans Affairs. We really appreciate you both coming on with this important message. Have a wonderful day.